This is the Author Archive podcast. I'm David Freeman. Now, this episode isn't an author, it's a musician, and it goes way back. The musician in question is Ron Mayle, one of the two brothers at the heart of the band Sparks. Now, their first album came out on Island Records, Kimono My House, and Ron Mayle was sent around to encourage a bit of excitement. Now, when I spoke to him, I had no idea who he was. No idea. I mean, my only, my only defense is no one else would have known either. So when he turned up, looking as Ron Mayle has always looked with the short hair and the moustache, the first thing I asked him was, how do you spell your name? M-A-E-L. And how else would you spell it? Yeah. Now, Ron Mayle, you are a leading light in a group called... Sparks. Right. Now, tell us something about Sparks. Uh, Sparks were a band that was in existence in the States, uh, comprised of myself and my brother and three other Americans. And uh, things were going along fairly well, but not as well as as we had hoped. So, uh, we... Um, we had had been sort of what you might call a house band over Easter Easter holidays at a place called Aspen, Colorado. It's sort of the Zermatt of uh, of the Americas, and we'd we'd come fairly come to be fairly close with with some of the Kennedy clan at that time, especially the younger Kennedys, and they in turn were had been close with some of the people from Ireland. So to make a long story short, they they got us, if you will, hooked up with Island, myself and my brother, and we um, added three English members to the band, and that sparks as it exists today. So Sparks <coughs> is you, Ron Mayle, and your brother by name? Russell. Russell Mayle. Ron and Russell Mayle, and three English people. Right. Our, our manager had, had been acquainted with a band in England that had been performing Sparks material and uh, so as it happened we we added these people who had been doing Sparks material all along mm. and uh, it was all very tidy and cozy and <laughs> and all of those things. Now there's a single available which I'm going to play in a moment but I've had the an nerve. illicit yeah, fun? Oh, the nerve. Oh. Wait, 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 oh. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, there's uh, an album that's going to be out soon, and I've had an illicit copy on an 8-track which I've been listening to in my car, and there's one track which I think is absolutely great. I've already um, pointed out which one it is to you, Ron, yeah. so could you tell us a bit about it and introduce it? Yeah, this is probably the, the worst track on the album. Thank you oh. for um, that compliment oh. to my taste, oh. thank you. Oh, what, what this... <laughs> Um, this is this is a three four number for all of you musicians, waltz, waltz yes. type people. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, it's a beer drinking song for for people who don't drink beer. That's probably why I liked it. Uh, yeah, it it's it's a tune called "Falling in Love with Myself Again," and it's about it's about the the idea of people usually becoming close with with people of the, ex if you'll excuse the expression, opposite sex. Is that okay for... That's all right, yes. It is after 8 o'clock. That's all right, yes. Um, 
that that are very close to being like themselves in in uh, all ways. Hmm. Enough said. Right. Let's listen to the music. The worst track on the album, which I enjoy immensely. By far. <laughs> I think I'm falling in my love with myself again. Well, in my humble opinion, Ron, I don't think Johann Strauss has got anything on Sparks whatsoever. I think that was yeah, superb. I'd have to agree with you. Yeah. Yes, I thought as an unbiased gentleman. One of our would. one of our primary aims is to try to bring back the waltz, a much neglected dance nowadays. You have to admit. Yeah, it is. Yes, although but we probably won't be doing it with that number. <laughs> um, who's singing on there? Is that you and your That's brother? That's Russell. Yes. Um, what do you do in Sparks? Very little, actually. Oh, oh, I well, I I wrote that and I play uh, keyboards. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, would it be impertinent of me to try and describe your appearance at this point? Mm -hmm. It would be impertinent. Oh yes, yeah, pretty much. But so. um, you wouldn't mind if I did, would oh, you? Oh, please do. Yes, right. <laughs> if I had you on my show, I would be uh, <laughs> describing. <laughs> right. Well, to stop me probably being quite so impertinent, um, maybe you could describe yourself. Um, well, I look, look sort of like Alvin Lee. Um, <laughs> you must have extremely dark glasses on, actually, if I may say so, Rob. I did this morning. You did, <laughs> yeah. The reason that I'm saying this is that I, this is one reason I like Sparks. The music has an individuality, and from the photographs, and, uh, seeing you in the flesh on it seems that the band has a visual style as well as an oral style and I think this is quite important and um, as I talk to you across the microphone you don't look like the normal person that I talk to in a rock band that doesn't mean you don't Thank look you. like a normal person um, uh, I haven't met you long enough to uh, well I've got to be running now I have a <laughs> few other uh, you've got a train to catch evening. yes <laughs> um, but for instance your your hair is a little shorter than um, is average for a rock musician Oh, yes. Yes. Now, is this a, a conscious image-building thing? Um, well, I think I just think that the idea of, of the uh, stereotype of a rock mu musician is a bit dated and that uh, there's no reason why a rock musician should be a, a caricature of a rock musician. So this is the way I feel most comfortable, except when the weather gets cold and my <laughs> head gets cold. But, uh, but you do have the small moustache. Yeah, well, I have a warm upper lip, so that kind yeah. of compensates a bit. Yes. So. And um, it's a little early for cricket yet, but you seem to have a magnificent cricketing sweater on, which oh. is um, a dedication to the English way of life already. Oh, yes. Yes, I even have some, some uh, vinegar on my cricket sweater, so that's really <laughs> very English. Yes, you've really become acclimatized. How long, in fact, have you been in the country? Oh, uh, well, on and off, we've been, we've been here for, for nine months this time around, kind of uh, as tourists for most of the, of the time, buying postcards and catching colds and mm. all the things that tourists do in England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get back to music for a moment. It seems somewhat safer ground, although with a title called Barbecue, I don't know that it is. Tell me about Barbecue, written by yourself again, I believe. Oh boy, prolific. Um, <laughs> Barbecue is is the story of a uh, of a girl, um, probably in the Southern California region, though someplace a little bit warmer than the present location, who uh, 
whose boyfriend goes to the Arctic to do some scientific exploration. Boy, it's getting pretty deep. It is, and, yes. Uh, yes. And uh, the one thing that he misses is his is his barbecue sitting by the warm warm coals of the Southern California. It's almost a Beach Boys scene, really. Um, the way you describe it, although the music isn't. Yeah, well, the Beach Boys though always had to bring cold foods to the beach, and this is, you know, grilling things. Uh, but a subtle difference. Yes. And this is the B side of the single. Right. Yeah, not as good as the A side of the single, which we should be playing in right. a moment. Right. But this is the B side, Barbecuity. Yeah. Barbecue and with me I have the gentleman who wrote that song, Ron Mayle. Now, Ron, you recently uh, assaulted my senses by uh, being oh, very sorry. nasty to my t to my taste in music. Uh, you said I picked out the worst track from your album as being my favourite. Could you talk about your favourite track? Oh, one track that uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for is Amateur Hour. Did you write that one as well? Uh, yeah, that's why I have a soft spot <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> but are there any tracks on the album which you didn't write? Oh, there are a couple, yeah. The, they're um, slightly inferior ones, are they? Um, yeah, uh, we try to try to keep uh, everybody happy by allowing a few inferior tracks on the album for other people to... Um, now, every song that we've, no, well, the two we've played so mm -hmm. far has had a story. What about Amateur Hour? Amateur Hour isn't, isn't Was really that specially written for this program? Oh, yes, <laughs> on the way over here. <laughs> oh, it, this one isn't, isn't so much a narrative. It's more um, a celebration of the fact that, that not everybody today has to be completely experienced in every single way, that there are still people that are born that are uh, born, well, can I use the term virgins on this yes, show? Yes, oh, yes. There are some people that are even born born virgins, and because uh, it seems that everybody today is so experienced that it's a bit boring. Mm. And so I think that it's time that, uh, that we kind of raised our glasses high to the people that, that aren't experienced, that are naive, and that are amateurs such as myself. Amateur in the term pure, really. Pure. Rather than oh, bungler. Oh, yes. 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 Right. So let's listen to the pure sounds of Amateur Hour. Musically very professional, but called Amateur Hour by Sparks. Uh, Ron, have Sparks done any gigs in England yet? Uh, not as yet, no. Yeah, are there going to be some soon? Um, what we're trying to do first is 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 to do some some film work, and then and then after that, to do to do live jobs. And um, what sort of film work do you mean for television promotion or what? Well, we're doing we're doing some things. Um, I hate to throw in a French phrase, but Francois Truffaut, uh, a fine. French restaurant in the no, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're trying to work with him on some sort of on some sort of story. I can't I can't go into it no. too much at the present, yeah. but um, he expressed an interest in the old Sparks, and so we're working on a project with him at the at the present. Mm. Um, so the album is going to be out soon, and the album is called right. uh, Kimona My House. Um, could you spell that? Uh, 
Oh, probably not. K-I-M-O-N-O, new word. My, new word. House. Expressing the we Japanese influence. Right, we tried yeah. to come up with the worst pun possible. <laughs> and it, no. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's pretty close. It's <laughs> the best that we could do. It's quite bad, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Ron, as, as I look at your immaculately oiled hair, um, oh. and... Um, <laughs> I know Russell is at this moment being photographed for the cover of next week's Melody Maker. Um, why did they choose Russell and not you? We we flipped the coin uh, as to who would who would be the one to uh, to be the speaker this evening and who would be the one to to be photographed. And I was either the winner or the loser, as <laughs> as you. Uh, well, I'm very pleased you came, but um, I'd love to know what your brother looks like. Um, he's bald and, and 75 years old. <laughs> Is he and really? Yeah, yes. he's going to be the first uh, geriatric case on the cover of Melody Maker. <laughs> you should have quite an interesting stage act, actually. Someone has just handed me a photograph actually, of your brother. Actually, I've been really uncruel. I'm really cruel, I'm sorry. Yes, he, has lot, he has more hair than you. Yes. That's probably why Well, the same amount of hair, but it's, each one is just a lot longer. <laughs> That's why you're rude to him. You're, you're secretly this jealous is of his, his head. Yes. yes. Now, we're going to play the A sign of the single, uh -huh. um, which is called... This town ain't big enough for both of us. It's a little bit violent. Oh, yes. Why is it a little bit violent? I mean, it's full of Western sort of bang-bang and uh, almost back to the coast as Western movies, if you can think of that far back. Well... Most of the incidents in, and the people that, that people meet in, in their everyday lives are pretty humdrum and boring. And one way to cope with this is to, is to exaggerate every situation so that every little small boring thing becomes something really exciting out of, out of a film or out of, uh, out of a book. And that's what the singer in this song is doing, exaggerating each situa situation. And this again is a wrong male composition. Yeah, what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a little bit like Roxy Music, or it's influenced by Roxy Music. Mm. No, he says. Not in any way at all. No, the only thing that we that we ever listen are, are adverts, <laughs> things like that that are short and and super happy and uh, really concise. That those are our main influences. If, if I had to mention uh, one, yes. So this um, probably it's just because there is a style. There, I mean, you must admit there is a style, isn't there? Um, style with a capital S about. Oh, the band. capital S. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, Roxy Music had style and have style, and this is possibly why you're being compared. Maybe. Uh. I mean, I'm for all for style. I think it's a great thing. Um, when you do the stage act, mm -hmm. uh, have you worked out what you'll do yet? What it'll be like? What what we do is is just amplify the personalities of each of the people in the band. There won't be any rockets blasting off for the moon during the performance or anything. But but it will be, uh, if I can use the term, exciting, just because of the people that are in the band. And uh, any band with you in it, Ron, I don't think could possibly be ordinary. Yes, I don't think you could. Your worst enemy could call you ordinary. Ah. 
Mm. He's very, very good at ruminating, this gentleman, isn't he? Incredibly good keep ruminating. Keep it up, keep it up. I yes, love it. Yeah. Um, one last track I said to you while that one was playing, and you said, Talent is an asset. Yes. Is this another one you wrote? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I pick all the best tracks. Oh, no, you picked what it. A, what yes. a coincidence. Yes. Oh. Talent is an asset. Is this something that you wrote about yourself? Is it autobiographical in any way? No, it's actually a bit of the biography of Albert Einstein. Yeah, most of the people are familiar with the later life of Albert Einstein, but this is this is a song that's in effect being sung by the parents of Albert Einstein about young Albert protecting him from people that are trying to capitalize on him. I don't think anybody's done a song about that before. Oh, because we've been criticized for for it being such a cliche. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could make it into a musical. We tried. <laughs> right, <coughs> quickly terminating that conversation, yeah. Sparks and Talent is an Asset. Talent is an Asset. That was Ron Mayle talking to me, David Freeman, more than 50 years ago. We were both quite young at the time. And it's splendid to see that Sparks are still touring the world and people are still talking about them. I listened to that interview with profound embarrassment because I knew nothing. I know more now. This is the Author Archive podcast. <laughs>